brothers and Alexis and Moira and David and Johnny and all their Schitt's Creek friends. Ew, David. Hello. This is Shit Simply the Best. I'm Katie. And I'm Rayon. And we still exist. We are still alive. (laughs) This may be one of our longest gaps, so we're sorry, but (laughs) we needed... We needed that hiatus because a lot of life stuff, you know, got in the way. Definitely. As it does. So. Yay life. But we're back. We're back. And we only have a couple episodes left in season six. Oh, so. We're so close. I know. It's very sad. There's going to be a lot of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. Starting with this one. I think it's one of the most dramatic episodes of, in a good yeah. way, of Shit's Creek. We need some drama mixed in with the comedy. This one is called The Pitch. It starts, everyone's just outside of the motel. They're waiting for Roland to arrive. We learned before that they're going to meet with Johnny's friend to mm-hmm. pitch the idea, hence the title, of the motel chain that they want to do. They're off to New York and they have like this really fancy driver. I think it's like a limo or something that mm-hmm. they have waiting for them. David's just really anxious to get out of there because he wants to get to the store. And Stevie just wants Johnny to calm down because she already chugged a bottle of CBD oil. So (laughs) she's already done her part. (laughs) Moira says they need all the help they can get. And then she changes it to support because she's trying to be supportive of them. But (laughs) awkward. Meanwhile, Alexis and David just want to be on the jet because apparently they sent them a jet and they're jealous. Yeah, they sent them a private jet. I mean, I'd be jealous. I've never been. Oh, yeah. Me either. That sounds fun and entertaining. Alexis tells Stevie just to make sure to give Johnny lots of booze on the flight to calm him down. And then Roland and Jocelyn finally get there after a while. And Roland does this little spin and he goes like, look at me. I'm you. (laughs) I'm you. He's all surprised that Johnny's suit fits him because they're completely different sizes. <laughs> and he has a much more athletic build. Yep. You know. God. Do you? <laughs> so, <laughs> Jocelyn's really cute. She made all these little signs and it says, like, Team Rosebud so they can, like, hold them up while mm-hmm. they're leaving, which is very sweet. Cute. And very really sweet cute. teacher of her. We get to New York, a.k.a. probably Toronto because this is Canada. So Right. <laughs> Stevie isn't feeling well while they're waiting. She's she's just anxious, mm-hmm. and apparently the flight was really bumpy. But she does look cute. She looks really good in a suit. She pulls off a suit really well with her hair and everything. Yeah, it's a good suit. She can rock a suit. Yes. It keeps getting worse. Johnny's friend Mike isn't there, and they find out when they get there. Yep. But this really nice lady is there instead. Her name's Ruth, and she's just his assistant, and she's there to help them. This immediately makes everybody... <laughs> more nervous as it would for me too for sure but she's very sweet right away and she mentions that on a personal note she used to always go to rose video and she loved that the free popcorn was there that was a good like aspect for her (laughs) and (laughs) she introduces herself to stevie and stevie's like oh i like your offices office Office. (laughs) and they're just in the lobby of the building (laughs) yeah it's so i get it though girl i'm like not for being a theater person, I don't know about you, but like interviews and public speaking, I don't like them. They yeah. make me very nervous. So I hate them. Yeah, I, I understand Stevie and all of this, all the nervy. So <laughs> we go back to the motel and Alexis is like, why are you packing? Because Moira's packing Moira's everything. Moira's like literally running and packing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she claims 
oh, Alexis just sees some cherished items being placed into luggage and jumping to conclusions. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure. AKA packing. <laughs> yeah. Moira tells her, well, it's just a precaution if she's forcefully evacuated. And basically, <laughs> she wants to be ready to move to New York because she thinks if the pitch works, they're going to be there because the officers right. are there. So, makes sense. But also, you're jumping to conclusions, Moira. Yep. Alexis is really worried about this, though. She starts asking all these questions. Were you were you going to tell me that you were going to move? Or <laughs> what is David supposed to do? It's like you're abandoning us. And she's like, Alexis, neurosis is not becoming on a young woman. <laughs> she's so... <laughs> Gaslighty. <laughs> Yeah, she can. Let's not count our poultry before it's incubated. Yep, how they Another always say. Famous <laughs> you crazy know. saying from Boyra. <laughs> <laughs> of course, she's doing the thing that she would do like in the beginning before they changed, where she's yeah, she's flipping it around. Yeah. Oh, and we might not have enough room for a guest. It depends on what happens when we move. We can't get a two bedroom. They're so expensive. Good luck. Alexis is like, well, Interflex has actually talked about me continuing the relationship mm-hmm. that we developed together. And their offices are also in New York. So this could all work out. Maybe she'll go too. Yeah. Who knows? It's not news yet, but it like no news is good news, basically, is what she's saying. Sure. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> David. <laughs> He's like, oh, I forgot pretty much everything. His wallet, same. his phone, his key. Big same. <laughs> so. So Alexis is looking up apartment rentals in New York, and she tells David about them moving if the deal goes through. And David's like, right. what if the deal doesn't go through? This is the one time David is, like, logical above everybody. Like a, the light of reason, yeah, for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Two seconds, though, because... <laughs> it doesn't last. It yeah. Doesn't last. <laughs> she tells him, well, he wouldn't know this, but usually someone sending a jet means they're very interested. Very interested. <laughs> She's looking for a two-bedroom, but David asks, what if him and his husband don't want to live with her? True. Yeah, see, they're immediately, like, talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> he starts getting excited. He's like, well, we could move our business there. It would be a really good market yeah. in New York, especially if the motels actually use him for all of mm-hmm. them, if the chain happens. Then he starts getting more into it, which is funny. Starts getting a little excited. It is fun to play, like, the fantasy, yeah. but obviously they go into it too much. She shows him an apartment and saying that the master bedroom has its own bathroom. I love and this. David's bed is a fun one that comes down from the wall. I didn't know those still existed. They do. That sounds like an 80s thing. They still exist. You can buy one. Awful. And he's like, but we we should be taking the master room. And she's like, but I have a lot of coats. <laughs> need a whole master bedroom. We go into this whole thing. Oh, I have been looking forward to seeing Carrie Washington and that all-female revival of 12 Angry Men. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that also sounds awesome. I wish that existed. I watch. I would watch. I would watch an all-female anything, but that sounds interesting, and that's a good show. And the comedy switch here when Alexis is like, I need to bring you down to earth for a second. Right. Okay. Uh, let's, okay. <laughs> let's be reasonable here for like half a second. And then you think it's going to be about not talking about New York, but she's like, you're never going to get tickets to that show. (laughs) But I love your Right, like that's the impossible thing. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. That's good. David goes to talk to Patrick. Mm -hmm. He notes that he can put their names in the lottery for the show because Elle Fanning is supposed to be incredible (laughs) as the foreman. (laughs) 
And then we have a super famous gif of Alexis tossing her hair excitedly. That's a very, really famous one, which I love to use. Yep. It's real cute. Okay, here we go. Johnny, Stevie, and Roland, they come into the meeting room. We're back in New York. And Ruth is introducing them as Mr. Rose and Associates. And Johnny says, good afternoon. And he's like, wishing I could say long time no see, but Mike isn't there and they've just met. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I I liked it. I, I think was it's like, cute. Oh, it's None of them laugh, yeah. but they're yeah. assholes, as we'll learn. So it's fine. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, Bryce Wilson, <laughs> if you're listening to this, sorry, but we're talking about the episode. <laughs> so, spoiler alert delay. Their two names of the main asshats are Bryce Wilson and Trip Campbell. Trip is Trip. never going to be a name that you want to be friends with. That's all I, no. I got to say about that. Never hang with a trip. Trip sounds like a douchebag that bought a yacht with his mom's money. Like, that's that's what a trip is. I'm sorry. Sorry, Trip. That's your name, but hopefully not. <laughs> Their company's called Advantage Capital. Clearly, they're still in, you know, they're talking about right. they're really, really rich guys. That's basically, we learned that quickly. This is how I wrote it in my notes. Trip comes in with Bitchery. pure bitchery. Saying <laughs> that the jet was Johnny Rose approved, but technically he's coach now. So. Yeah, like instantly, instantly making right away at the misfortune. They're like, "Oh, you've come a long way." Yeah, and yeah. they're about to like present. Like, it's so fucked. I don't know. It makes me mad. It's rude. They keep going mm-hmm. like they're not there or they don't care about their feelings. And he's like, "Oh yeah, that was quite the tumble that you took there, Johnny." And then he like demonstrates it. Oh, like. God, they're like trash. trash, man. I hate it. It's the worst. Johnny is very even keel, though, and he's like, oh, well, could have happened to any one of us. Mm-hmm. Thanks them for flying us in, which is really nice. Trip immediately says, oh, well, it was Mike's idea since he Said, felt bad felt not bad being at the meeting. Being here. Yeah. Jesus. So fucked. Why are these people so rude? Like, it's so... Rich people problems. It just makes me think of like Wall Street. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, what it is. It's probably what it is. Yeah. Kitty, that's what it <laughs> <So>. is. <laughs> trash i know but i hate that it exists i just don't want it to be there (laughs) makes me sad stevie wants to get things moving obviously because she's getting uncomfortable i love that they made a powerpoint for it (laughs) i know i think it's really cute but like what else i mean instead of like a board i guess yeah because you would make a board normally i guess i don't know i'm not a business person i guess if you're i guess i don't know we don't know we don't do this we did not go to business school sorry no, PowerPoint's definitely old because they react to it right away, which is annoying. But he introduces his team and he calls them the Rosebud Motel Group, which is cute. Trip says, oh, yeah, well, we read the packet you sent. And this is right after Johnny, like, clicks on his presentation. He explains we're buying old motels, mm-hmm. dusting them off and selling it as boutique experience. And this is Trip saying all this before they even yeah. presented anything because he's a dick. So Johnny's like, yes, that's what it is. And then Stevie starts walking Mm -hmm. them through, you know, the projections. She starts saying, they're probably asking themselves, why should you invest? You know, like very school cheek to cheek. School project. (laughs) Bryce says, oh, I hope so. That's why we're all here. What a monster. You're not funny. And I hate that they're laughing at you. It's shit. They're very good at directing this because you can tell that Ruth is annoyed. Every time they like have a jab, mm-hmm. she's like, why? Yeah. Which is interesting because it's always the assistants and never the lead people because they're dicks. So <laughs> interesting. Anyway, Stevie says 250000 That's so many. That is so many Mattels. And that's across North America. They're on sale. 
Johnny's like, we know it's a dying industry, but right. it's not without potential. If we apply our reinvigoration model, and then she keeps saying it because it <laughs> it's frozen, which is a bummer. She's like, trying to click the reinvigoration, and she just keeps trying, but it's clearly frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny makes a dick. Oh, yeah. well, a billion dollar company and no one can stop technology. And I'm like, yes, but they don't care. He's like, finally digging back. I know. Good for you. You got to make some jokes. Ruth's like, okay, well, let's take a break and I'm going to get IT on it. And then Roland asks for water, wondering if oh, pollen is being pumped <laughs> into the room. <laughs> Same, though. Why? That's how I feel today. Oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Goes to grab the water, and he, like, knocks it over, and there's this whole... <laughs> A whole physical comedy act. And Ruth is like, we'll get this. She's very sweet about it. She's like, we'll just get this cleaned up, and Stevie's saying sorry, and Johnny's like, okay, I think yep. a quick five is a good idea. Like, trying to make it positive and flip it around, because what else are you going to do? Back in Schitt's Creek, there's a farewell banner, and, of course, Moira thinks it's <laughs> Oh, <from> no. Her. <laughs> I forget. Calls Jocelyn the town crier. Who are you, the town crier for spreading the news? <laughs> and she mentions, and nobody, everybody's like oblivious. So she's like, yeah, oh, you no know, clue. Our, our husbands are in New York, and Twyla's really excited by this. She's like, I wonder if they'll go to the M&M store. <laughs> Twyla. What a dream. She's such a little Taurus baby. It's so cute. I do wonder if she's <laughs> ever traveled, because if we know about yeah. her past, I don't know if she's ever... Left. left yeah especially in new york because that seems so far away from where they are moira starts cutting this cake and it clearly says <laughs> goodbye grace <laughs> goodbye grace <laughs> and like she goes right for the grace part she's just like it's like right in the middle i know it's for grace who's moving <laughs> to elm valley and jocelyn's like that's why the cake says goodbye grace she's like oh i thought we were singling out one of my notable attributes <laughs> Lord. The amount of confidence is out of control. Special woman. And selfishness. She smooths it out, but it's like her name is gone. Yeah. It's obscured the name completely and it doesn't do anything. And it's just like until Grace arrives and she's there. <laughs> she's been behind her the whole time. She's like, I'm right here. And she calls her, oh God, a timorous grinagogue. Yeah. Whatever the shit that is. Yep. She goes. I think I'll miss you most of all. <laughs> it's like the Wizard of Oz. Like, with the scarecrow. It's so stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up this phrase because I don't know what the hell Grinagog means. It Basically, it means someone who is, like, frightful or nervous. Like, you know, showing lack of confidence, but they're always happy. So, Grinagog is, like, one who's always grinning. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Timorous. So, is... obviously, Timorous is someone that's like, not confident, but she's still happy. Yeah. Jocelyn worries, because she's logical, that this is premature to talk about all this. But Moira's like, Johnny has decades on these people that he's going to talk to. Except yeah. Jocelyn got a text from Roland that made her really concerned. And she's like, you received correspondence? <laughs> Moira, it's like so dramatic. <laughs> and she starts saying what she's seeing, which is a cartoon head exploding. Twyla corrects her. She's like, no, no. it's three cartoon heads <laughs> exploding. <laughs> And Moira's like, oh, well, I, I just think she assumes it's blowing people's minds, which is not... Blowing minds. They're blowing people's minds. Not what it means in this case. She explains, oh, well, when Roland sends that emoji, <laughs> it means his brain is exploding. Like, he's yeah. in trouble. Ronnie's like, yeah, I get a lot of those texts during council meetings. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. 
Moira's gripping Jocelyn's arm, saying, the deal has to happen. There isn't an alternative. Yeah. Very dead eyes. She needs it to happen. And she's like, it's as simple as that. And then she goes, you're gripping my wrist very tightly, Moira. (laughs) (laughs) Moira wants to get out of that space. So she's like, oh, let's continue celebrating Grace. And then she turns to the (laughs) wrong person. It's not Grace. I'm right here. The amount of people that are like her, it's like the people that are bad with names where you'll like say a name and then you'll completely forget and not yeah. remember <laughs> the next thing. <laughs> David goes into the store, Rose Pothcary. Patrick's talking about how long it took for him to get there. <laughs> well, at least I brought you a treat. He's like, is that for me? <laughs> it wouldn't be for no. him. Of course it wouldn't be for him. <laughs> it's David. He likes food like yeah. all of us. He tells Patrick about his family's plan because it's a full plan now. Yeah, it became of a plan. Yeah, a possible plan to move to New York, and he assumes that Patrick wants to go. Mm-hmm. He just assumes. He's always just starts talking about it, and he's like, "Alexis has already shortlisted apartments for us, and one of them is featured in season three of Sex in the City." <laughs> <laughs> Patrick kind of doesn't know what to say so david's like i know it's overwhelming but patrick explains you're kind of throwing me for a bit of a loop here because that would uproot our lives Mm -hmm. if we left and david's like oh well it's just talk and there's a good chance the deal won't go through and make making this a waste of time and causing frown lines (laughs) (laughs) for a waste of frown lines yeah i love it and david thought patrick would be excited so he's asking if half a muffin would help (laughs) And then he's like, well, you took it, so I'm going to take that as a good so sign. <laughs> We're back in serious zone. Johnny's sitting with Stevie and Roland. They're waiting for the IT stuff to get fixed. He doesn't want this bumpy start to derail mm-hmm. them from what they're there to do. And he asks Stevie why they're there, and she says, because I have an idea. And Johnny calls it a nope, great, great idea, idea, and they should be lucky to have us, Roland adds, which is very sweet. They have a good like team moment. And then Ruth comes in and she apologizes for interrupting, but invites them back into the room. She's so sweet. Meanwhile, Bryce is talking about a stupid golf course ruining his trip. Lord, golf. Johnny asks like, oh, what course? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, he hears the tail end of the conversation. And what hotel? And Bryce says, oh, it's Ocean Course on Kauai. Johnny says, oh, I stayed there quite a few times and asks how many of them have stayed in a motel. Yeah, flipping it up. And they're all like, well... We're dicks. Right. Why would we do that? None of us. (laughs) He starts to explain motels don't include golf courses. Tripp smiles at this because he's like, all right, (laughs) you're playing to me a little bit. He notices that they're familiar at least and asks like what comes to mind when you say Mm -hmm. the word motel. Run down, unclean, unsafe. And Johnny says motels bring the unique charm of small town life. His idea is kind of just to revitalize the classic roadside motel, make it Mm-hmm. for this new generation. So change it completely from what it was. Stevie's showing pictures while he's talking about this. And it's amazing what a few coats of paint and dusting off old furniture can go a long way. Stevie continues, this is wild. They've seen 400% increase yeah. since they started marketing. And cleaning. She and has. cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a huge margin. That's massive, yeah. And Johnny says, if they can do that with one motel, just imagine what we can do with 10,000. Coming to you, you know, it's not for charity. It's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And there's value in these motels. And he has a picture at the end with his family. And he admits, I've been staying in a motel. This is big. Mm -hmm. Because more so for if Moira did it. But for him, too, because they don't really talk about it. We've been staying in the motel for the past three years. And I wouldn't trade our stay there for anything. So sweet. It's fine. (laughs) So... (laughs) He says that, as Stevie can attest, 
if his family could find peace and quiet in a motel, anyone can. Yeah. I mean, not wrong. Yes. Not wrong. Not, not wrong, wrong at all. They're the perfect example. He ends it really well and hoping their families can someday experience the love and simple pleasures of even staying for one night at a Rosebud Motel. And then he looks at Stevie and Roland together. They say, where every stay feels like home. <laughs> cute. <laughs> so cute. So adorable. <laughs> they come out and Stevie's like really excited. And she's like, oh my God, Mr. Nailed Rose, it. that was so good. Did you see their faces? They seemed excited. She thinks that they liked it. Even I was impressed. And I thought you had blown it for all of us, <laughs> Roland. Special man. Oh, what a special man. Okay, here we go. This is one of my favorite parts of this episode, actually. Roland left his briefcase, and he, you know, he just got it because... <laughs> to look intimidating. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I got all confused because Johnny was saying these things, and he impressed him, so he left it there. But yeah. <laughs> nothing's in there, nothing. Yeah, he just wanted to look intimidating. It's great. <laughs> Roland comes in, and he's hearing the conversation because he walks in, you know, like without knocking. And this, some of the staff, a lot of them, are like Trip and Bryce, the dickheads, are laughing. Bruce is like, first a video chain and now a motel chain. Does he want to reinvent the Rude. pager next? Shut the fuck up, man. God, I can't, I can't handle these people. And Roland yeah. is great here. So Roland's like, oh, I forgot my briefcase. And they're like, don't want to forget that. I swear <laughs> to God, I hate these people. <laughs> We get this, like, I called it, I call it an 11 o'clock speech, because you know, number. in a musical, there's like an 11 o'clock number, and yeah. I think that's what this speech is for Roland. He asks if they understand what it took for Johnny Rose to come back here after being away mm-hmm. for all that time, because that's a long time. And he goes, shame on you, shame on all of you, which is very good. Good job, Roland. But almost immediately after, he walks back, realizing that they're still flying them home, so he apologizes <laughs> for his outburst, but he doesn't regret it. <laughs> And then he says, the man's a legend. Yes. Clutch. Good job, Roland. Preach. He is a legend. It's nice. I wish he could say it to his face. Yeah. But, you know, now that he's like his friend, he has to like Yeah, he can't be his friend. Instead. Okay. So Moira's in her room and just screams, family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, assemble. So Alexis and David walk in and she explains, I'm worried we weren't encouraging enough before your father left. <laughs> Alexis is like, well, I made him a card. And David's like, I said, I take, said care. take care. Mor- <laughs> I said, take Morris- care. Yeah, like that matters. And Morris is like, we need to send energy his way. Hands, children. Oh, my God. And David's like, <laughs> what's going on? Perhaps we should kneel. And Alexis is like, what you're is scaring happening? me. <laughs> and they just, they kind of join her. They're all like holding hands and kneeling on the ground. David's like, are we praying? <laughs> She follows up. Don't be ridiculous. To Do whom it, it makes <laughs> <laughs> It's like a cover letter or a resignation letter, but to the gods. So <laughs> Moira starts describing Johnny. He's trying to build back what they lost. And she literally starts describing him, you know, 5'10", slow talker. <laughs> okay, I think they get it. <laughs> He's like, this seems a little desperate. Alexis wants to do it without holding hands, if that's possible. More is no. like, no, Johnny's been working so hard while the rest of them flail about. And then Alexis is like, that's not accurate. And David's absolutely like, absolutely not, not the case. <laughs> and she keeps going, please forward the following. Oh, Moira. She's really worried now. And she calls Johnny her macho man. And he doesn't deserve another failure. And she like is raising their hands like higher while it's happening. (laughs) They just keep on asking like, what's happening? I don't know, David. Just go with it. John, we're here for you. (laughs) They all close their eyes. And she's like, oh, Alexis, your hands as dry as an autumn leaf. Ew. (laughs) 
Okay. All of that is done. Now we were back in New York. Roland joins them. Johnny's like, we finished early and the car's not there yet. And he can't wait to pop some champagne when he gets on the plane. And they can finally, you know, start enjoying themselves. And Roland's like, I wouldn't jump the gun on that. Yeah. it's Ruth, she kind of like runs up. Johnny's like, Mm -hmm. oh, did we forget something else? And Roland's like, okay, okay. We don't need to be ushered out, which is so sad. But I mean, he saw. Yeah. Don't need to call security. Yeah, he saw what they were doing. And she's like, oh, no, I came to actually just thank you for your pitch. Johnny says, you're welcome. I think we really turned things around in there. And Ruth said they certainly did, but they're not going to move forward yep. with the idea. Stevie's like... Yeah, they're like, how do you know so fast? We we just did it. <laughs> how can you turn that down? We just did it, yeah. And she's like, they've honestly turned down a thousand good ideas. And she was in the room when they passed on Uber. Oh, my Uber. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Wow. Ruth adds, she shouldn't be saying this on company soil, but two of the junior partners and herself are in the process of starting their own firm. They have the team and they've already secured the capital, which is the biggest part, I feel like. And they're planning on launching next month. Mm -hmm. And she tells them this is exactly the kind of project they want to get behind. Work. Johnny's like, oh, well, maybe I should wait to hear from Mike first. And Roland's like, no, listen to no. her, please. No. The people up there don't deserve to be in business with Johnny. Roland, yes, this is your moment. And they're all idiots. <laughs> Stevie tells Johnny, I'm getting like a good vibe from her. Mm-hmm. And Ruth's like, we would love to take you to lunch and hear more about your proposal. Yes, let's go. Back at the motel. It's evening now, so they must have been there most of the day. A while. Morris talking about <laughs> hearing vehicles, and now there's one with a heavier tread. Like, she's just so <laughs> concerned because she wants them to be back. Quick thing also, Moira calls it a limousine, but it's clearly like an SUV that they come up in. It's a limo service. Oh, it's a limo service. Okay, okay. Well, that makes sense then. We also learn that Johnny wanted to tell them in person because clearly they don't know anything that's going on. <laughs> The threat of failure is inhumane. <laughs> and Jocelyn's like, it's exciting. It's like deal or no deal, but with the rest of their lives. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So they get out of the car and Johnny just smiles. Very cute. And they all mm-hmm. hug. Just like a casual. Yeah, so casual. And then <laughs> David's like, Stevie, you're like a businesswoman now. Damn right I am. Yes. Get it. Yes. And then Roland's like, I sealed the deal. It was really me. Even though he did have a big, I think he had an impact, but not in the way he thinks. Moira says, champagne for all. We only have champagne. <laughs> Sh- champagne. <laughs> and champagne for all. She just changes it. <laughs> and then they're really cute. They're in a group hug. And then Patrick is looking at David. So clearly there's something yeah, there's there. A, there's because a, David's not yeah. looking at him. It's like him thinking about New York. Mm-hmm. That's where it ends. On a happy note, Joy. Your shithead for this Ugh, week. My shithead for this week. Who is it? Hmm. Yeah, this is hard. It's hard. Because we have the, the two separate storylines, uh-huh. so I wanna give I wanna give Johnny a good honorable mention, but I just really love yeah. Moira because of her kind of reversion back to to crazy. Yeah. And with the circle of prey. Yeah, she's like, We're leaving, we have to go and then the praying and yeah. like Ugh, she's so good. I don't I love it. The roses. The adult roses are my shitheads. Mine is going to be for Johnny because you have to have so much humility to do that. I mean, they've been gone, what, like mm-hmm. three years. He used to be like at the top, like above all these little shits that are assholes in the room. And it's not like he 
It's not like they left on purpose. No, and it wasn't even them. <laughs> like, they were booted out. So, like, it was, like, a disgraceful exactly. situation. Yeah. It wasn't... They didn't just go somewhere. Yeah. Also, it's, like... I feel like it's such a rich people thing to assume because one thing fails that you can't do anything else. So they were literally right. like coming up against the odds because, I mean, nobody in that w- room, if that woman wasn't in there with the employee, then they wouldn't have yeah. gotten anything. So, yeah, I'm giving it to him, but I'm also giving it to Roland because I just love all of his moments. And I think his he's moment, yeah. great. Even though he spills the water, I mean, he's klutzy and he's nervous. It's fine. But like... <laughs> I think his love for Johnny and the relationship they have really came through. And he didn't have to say anything, but he defended them. So maybe yeah. I doubt it because it's going to go in one ear and out the other with these people. But maybe he like, impacted something mm-hmm. there, which is nice. But yeah. One can hope. <laughs> yeah, one can hope. Otherwise, let's see. I hope you're all surviving and not yeah. allergy ridden like poor Rain. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely breathe. Oh, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's just dying. It's okay. I've had a wonderful month so far. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, it's the start of the new year. So many things. It's been so long. Lord, let's see. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy all the holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas. Halloween. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy all the things. And happy new year, which is what we're in now. So We've made it. All the holidays. (laughs) Because we've passed them. (laughs) Yes. Happy times and... Happy times for all of us. (laughs) Best wishes. Warmest regards. Bye. Bye.